Hello and welcome back to the Grace Fields Wife Podcast. I'm your host, Beatrice Vargas, and welcome to our 100th episode, 100 episodes. I am so excited. And this week, we're talking about hearing from God, hearing from God as it relates to our marriages. And why is that important, you may ask? Well, first of all, I wonder, why would you, why would you ask? Um, I feel like hearing from God as Christians is probably one of the most important benefits, if you will, to being a child of God that that we have. The God that we follow is living and breathing. His word is living and breathing, and that's what sets him apart from every other air quotes God out there, is that when we speak, he answers. But oftentimes people are frustrated or or confused or sad or lost because they feel like he's not answering or they have not heard from him. And the truth is that he actually, he actually does. So here we are. We're going to jump into this episode on hearing from God. Just know right off the bat, I did not write the book on this subject. So I am not the expert, Priscilla Schreier, is actually the one who wrote the book on the subject, uh, which you can find on Audible. I've been reading it this week, I guess. It's so amazing. It's so powerful. So I highly recommend it. Uh, but we're going to jump into some of the information that she talks about in the book. And it's really something that God had put on my heart. And I started to notice that it was a theme that came up again and again and again. So I realized, okay, God, I understand the assignment. This is what you want me to talk to my ladies about this week. Let's jump right in. Welcome to the Grace Fields Wife Podcast. My name is Beatrice Vargas, and my mission is to improve the quality of marriages by helping us learn to be fueled with grace. Are you sitting in a marriage that feels empty? Are you struggling to reignite the passion and love you once shared with your husband? Are you at a crossroads of leaving and repair, but you're constantly reminded of your promise to God to stay true? Or maybe things haven't even gotten that bad yet. Maybe you don't argue that often, but since you barely connect anymore, you've started to give up hope of ever being happily married again. You might have contemplated or even fantasized about what it would be like to leave. Maybe you're telling yourself that you're just sticking it out for the kids. If this is you, I've been there. My story is your story. I want to help you heal and reignite your marriage while still believing in the promise God gave you. I want you to stay with me, learn from me, internalize the grace, guidance, and interviews so that you can become the grace Field wife. You can learn more and connect with me directly on Instagram at the grace Field wife. Now let's dig in to today's show. All right. So let me start by saying that if anything has been uh, holding you back from listening to today's episode, that right there is the enemy. I feel like even as I was sitting trying to record, there it is. Did you hear it? I've been coming up, up against opposition. Like even my dog, I'm sitting here trying to record and my dog who's normally very quiet, doesn't give me a hard time. He is right now prancing around the room with his big old claws. 
growling. That's what you heard was him growling. And then just before he was barking like a maniac. So I just got to say, not today, Satan. All right. God had a word for me to give these ladies and they are going to hear it. So let's talk about hearing from God. I mentioned in the intro, this really started to come up in a teaching that I uh, was reading about in the book, Discerning the Voice of God by Priscilla Schreier. If you have not read the book, you need to run out and get it. It is amazing. If you're listening to this podcast, that means you like audio training. So if you want something easy, do what I did. I just got it on Audible and I listen to it while I drive and wash dishes and all that good stuff. But really, um, what I was noticing was that uh, this idea of hearing from God has come up again and again and again over the past couple of weeks. So sure enough, as I've said so many times, this, uh, this topic was not what I had planned for today's episode. But every time I would try to sit down and record what I did have planned for today, I just wasn't getting it. Like the Holy Spirit was just like, "Mm, nope, it's not that. And let me first start by saying, how do you even know? How do you know when the Holy Spirit is telling you, "Mm, no, it's not that? For me, it's block. Like I can't see clearly or speak clearly the, the, like I have an idea of the topic that I want to say. And I know that the words are in me. They're in my heart and they just won't come out. And usually what happens is when I get a green light for what God wants me to talk about, I'll sit down, hit record, and boom, it just flows out. And I know that that is the Spirit's words and not mine. So that's really kind of how I know if that's what I'm supposed to be talking about or not. And there's other times where God will allow me to, I'll record three or four episodes at a time and all the you know, everything, all the words will flow. Everything will be on point. Everything will be aligned, if you will, for me to be able to, to put it out. And God really graces me uh, with that. And I can tell that, that when my plan, when the spirit is like in line, when the spirit is aligned with what I have planned out, then um, that's when that process goes so smoothly. So why do I even talk about all this? Because it doesn't really have anything to do with you, does it? What I want to say is this. So many times I have gotten emails or DMs really from you guys asking me questions saying, this is what's going on in my relationship, in my marriage. I'm, you know, we're in the midst of this problem or that problem and I don't know what to do. And we've talked about this before. You know, I try to answer best I can within the DM um, and then, you know, maybe schedule a coaching session. But there is something so important that I wanted to talk to you about. And that is, it's something that we learn to do in the Grace Fields Marriage Method. It is something that you will learn to do as we go through our group coaching And it is something even uh, I have coming up a student interview. One of my students that did the Grace Fields Marriage Method with me, she talked about it as well, which is one of those, it was another one of those confirmation moments where in, during that program, what we do is we really learn to sit and be sensitive to what the Holy Spirit is telling us. And I wanted to give you guys some quick tips, some quick Um, ideas as to how you can start doing that for yourself now in your marriage or even in your life. 
because any decision that you might be wrestling with, whether it is something going on in your marriage or something going on at home with your children, with your finances, even if it's something as to like sitting down and deciding whether or not you should invest in the course and the group coaching session. This is something, an answer really that you would need to sit and pray about. So how do you do that? How do you hear from God if you if you feel like you don't already hear from God? One of the, some of these, the things are what I had learned in the book by Priscilla Schreier, which again, I recommend you go ahead and buy. Others are things that kind of happen for me. And she talks about like how God speaks to us in general. And the first thing that she said, which was so powerful, was that God cannot speak if we don't listen. So if we're not listening and sitting time, spending time with him to hear him, then we're not going to hear him. He can't speak. We're not leaving any room really to hear his voice. And what does that look like? She gave an example of, and it resonated with me so much. I'm sure it might resonate with you sitting down to do her devotional time. And, you know, you sit down and you read maybe a little Bible study and you pray and, you know, you give God your list of things that you're praying for and, you know, all the people on your prayer list and all that good stuff. And then, and then you're done. And then you close your book, you get up, you go, you put away the coffee and, and it's all done. And you don't sit and spend time to hear what he has to say back. And that was so, um, that was profound to me because it's so true. I thought about all the times that I have tried and, you know, in the name of like, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sitting and having my prayer time. And most of that time was me kind of talking or lamenting to God, if you will. Now there's nothing wrong with that, right? There's nothing wrong with talking to him. There's nothing wrong with letting him know what's on our heart and, you know, and all of that. But if we don't listen, then we are really kind of letting him know that we just want him there for us to vent, but we're not really interested in what he has to say back. How many times have you had a conversation with a friend and have left that conversation feeling like, wow, they did all the talking and they really didn't seem to care to listen to what I had to say. It makes you feel like it's a little bit one-sided. So let's start with making time to hear from God, whether that be in silence or, or understanding what does that look like for you, making time to actually hear him. So knowing that we can't actually hear him if we aren't actually listening. The second thing that we learn in the book uh, you need to do when you are trying to hear from God or discern the voice of God is understanding that the way he speaks to us primarily today in today's day and age is through his word. Uh, the Bible, we all know, right? The Bible is his living and breathing word. It applies to our situations today. And it is understanding that that is the primary way that he speaks to us. Not to say that he doesn't speak to us through other ways, but his word will be the, the primary way that he speaks to us. Now, I had heard that before. I had heard that in various church sermons. In fact, one just a few weeks ago, which again goes back to that idea of, okay, God, I get it. I understand that this is what you want me to talk about. Uh, 
And it was it in the beginning, it was like, well, what do you mean? You know, I get it. I read his word, but it's, you know, it's the same words that I've read, you know, so many times over. In the book, Priscilla, she describes it so powerfully. When she describes it, I was like, ah, yes, that's it. And that's, you know, when you're reading a piece of scripture and the words just jump out at you as if they're brand new, as if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, this, this 100% applies to my situation right now. Um, And it might be a piece of scripture that you've read a hundred times before. You've seen so many times, all of a sudden that verse, that chapter, that, you know, two pages, whatever it might be, all of a sudden there is so much meat and and weight behind it. It means so much more. So that's really where we realize like, whoa, wait a minute. When that happens, as you are doing your devotional, as you're spending time with God, that's when it's time to pause. So for instance, for me, I do the Bible in a year and I do it every year or I've been doing it every year for the past several years and I'm not perfect at it. I don't get to it every day, uh, but I'm, I'm, I am pretty good. I'm pretty consistent um, with it, if you will, because a lot of times I'll try to catch up if I, if I fall behind. But what I notice that with the Bible in a year, I don't really choose the scripture, right? It just kind of goes through whatever that scripture is for the day. And the reason why sometimes um, I usually what I found that I, I fall behind is that sometimes as I'm doing my, my reading, a piece of scripture will jump out. And I would have just been asking God about that very thing. And all of a sudden, as I'm reading, I'm like, oh, there it is right there. There's the answer. And I just feel so clearly in my heart what God is saying to me. So this is kind of what she's talking about. And I guess the difference between just going through these rote, religious, checking off the boxes and ceremonial type things. Well, I'm going to be a good Christian and I'm going to sit down and read my Bible this morning some of those differences, that's what I felt when I first started to do the Bible in a year. That's what I felt it was like. But now that I recognize I don't have to worry about, oh, I'm behind 10 days or I'm behind, I think at this, as I'm currently recording this, I think I'm behind 16 days. I would freak out over that number because to me, that was a measurement of performance. That was a measurement of that just means that 16 days that I didn't actually sit down and, and read my word. What? Are you kidding? And I, and, and I would use that as a form of condemnation. But now that I understand that it's okay if I fall behind and the idea is that now I'm sitting and I'm reading with a purpose. So I'm not just reading to get through the Bible in one year. I'm reading to hear from God. And sometimes I'll go through and I'll, I'll, like I said, make up some of those days and I'll do two days of reading because there won't be anything specific that jumps out. But I can tell you that once I have really understood this and started to do this, Every day, really, for the past several weeks, there has been a scripture that has jumped out and spoke to me. It's really, really amazing. So understanding that when you are doing your devotional time, carve out that time to really sit and understand 
what is this scripture saying to me? Another um, tool that I like to use is the SOAP Bible Studies. That's S-O-A-P Bible Studies. That's by Horatio Printing. And what SOAP stands for is Scripture Observation application and prayer. And a lot of times I have the actual Bible study books that she sells, but sometimes if I'm just going through my, you know, Bible in a year reading, I'm not necessarily utilizing that book, but what I will do is utilize her method. And if there is a piece of scripture that jumps out, uh, there are times where I'll just sit there and say, okay, and I'll take the scripture and, and do that method. So I'll write it down, that scripture, then observation. And it's what am I, you know, what is it basically that I feel that God is telling me about this scripture? How am I going to apply that to my life? What is the application? And then my prayer at the end. So those are two things that I've done that really has helped me to really start to hear what is it that God wants for me and my life and my children and my marriage. Just this morning, just this morning, I was praying about my children and my family and I had questions in terms of, you know, am I, am I raising them right? Am I, am I teaching them, you know, am I teaching them about, about God? Sure enough, you know, enough. And then sure enough, the I, I pause in my prayer and I, and I went back to finish reading my scripture and there was a scripture that I, again I had read several times that I felt God leading me and in this case I felt like he was leading me to start devotionals with my children and how I felt like he was actually giving me the words to use to bring it up and how to to do that. The last really powerful thing from the book that I wanted to share with you guys, uh, not the last thing that we learn, certainly uh, this, uh, you know, couple minute episode is not to substitute for the hours of written content that is in the book, but it's the last thing that I, I, I wanted to make sure that I share. And that is God is persistent in his word. So let's let's recap, right? Number one, we actually have to be listening and quiet. Uh, number two, the primary way that he speaks to us is through his his written word through the Bible. And number three, he is persistent. And what I mean by he is persistent, I've said it several times over the course of this episode, and that's how I knew that this is what I was supposed to talk about today, is that he will bring up the same message over and over and over until you recognize, oh, snap, like, oh, okay, God, I see you. That's you. That's not a coincidence, if you will, that this piece of scripture has just jumped out at me. So for me, in this particular message, for example, uh, had first come to me as a text from my mom of a YouTube teaching um an interview really that Priscilla Schreier did on this book. And then I went and I got the book, yay. And I started listening to it and it was great, yay. And then um, a few other cases I had heard about, you know, just really listening for God. And then and then I had the client interview of, um, and she had said, you know, really, you know, what, what I really took away from in this course is that really understanding and being able to kind of listen to the spirit and, and you know, she was, just kind of saying how, and this client has said before, how she really felt that I help her to, you know, or that, or that I understand when the spirit is speaking to me. So it had come up 
on multiple occasions, probably about three. And then, like I mentioned before, I go to sit down and record and it just wasn't there. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, that's why, because we are supposed to talk today about hearing from God. So if this is happening to you where something is on your heart and, you know, it's kind of like an idea, it's maybe it's a little percolating, you know, it's a little baby idea. And it's, it's in your heart, something that you think God may be wanting you to do, prompting you to do, but you're not really sure. But then all of a sudden, God brings it up again in multiple ways. Maybe he brings it up in his word because of a piece of scripture, or maybe he brings it up because a friend, like I said, might text you a sermon or whatever, where it comes up in completely seemingly unrelated circumstances. That is how you know that God is speaking to you in a certain area. So this for me has brought so much change because as I really started to, um, as I really kind of took a hold of that message that she talks about in the book, and I really started to apply those principles, all of a sudden it was like, whoa, it was like the flood gates opened. I had felt that God was uh, silent for for a couple of months. And here I am, you know, I jump on the, the podcast and I know that he's speaking to me in one way or another, but I felt that in so many other areas of my life, he was silent. And the minute I started to really to implement this with intention, if you will, before it was happening almost accidentally, it was happening and I kind of knew in my spirit it was God speaking, but I, I wasn't intentionally listening to hear. It is because I, I, have become attuned to God's voice that I kind of knew that that he was speaking. But now it has changed my way, if you will, of relating to God and spending time with him and really learning to hear his voice. So we, she, Priscilla talks about that a lot in the book. You know, it says in scripture, my sheep will know my voice. And I have always known his voice, but it has made it so much more clear for me. And I wanted to share those little tidbits for you because, you know, maybe you don't have seven hours to listen to a book, even though I highly recommend it. But the other thing is this, how does hearing from God relate to specifically to your marriage? Obviously, there is tons of benefits to hearing from God. And if if you, you know, kind of checked out on this episode five minutes ago, you still would have gotten so much goodness out of that. But in, if we're talking about how this relates to our marriage, I want you to think about as you are sitting there wrestling with these decisions, do I stay? Do I go? How do I handle this argument that we ha we're having? How do I handle this disagreement that we're doing? What do I say about this father? And like, what do I say about that? And father, how do I let him lead? And what do I do with the children? Because we're not on the same page for this thing or that thing. There are so many places where this applies if you are struggling in your marriage, where you really need to be hearing from God. Uh, but it is something that if this is something that has been coming up for you, then I encourage you really sit down with God, whatever that decision is, sit down with him and really take heed for what he's saying, really kind of take notes and, and meditate on his word and, and what you are saying. 
um, I again, I, there's so much I could go on about the 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 book. She talks about five ways, you know, that we know we are hearing from God, and and one of them was the ministry of Eli. She says, and where she talks about how Eli was not able at first to discern the voice of God, and God calls him in the middle of the night, and he thought it was Samuel. And, and he says, you know, he kept going to Samuel to say, hey, you know, did you call me? And after a few times, Samuel realized, ah, it's God calling him. So Samuel told him, confirmed for him that it is God calling you. And, and this is how you should answer. Here I am, Lord. Right. So what she talks about is having a trusted friend or mentor in the faith, somebody else who is strong in their faith, who you can bring these decisions to, who will also confirm if the information that you think you might be hearing really does sound like that might be God's word. Understanding that God will never speak to you or say anything that is contrary to scripture that will that is contrary to his written word so going to somebody who's really seasoned in his word can really kind of be a mirror for you and and reflect that now if you are looking for that mirror for your marriage if you already have something or somebody or someone that you can do that with that is great but if you are looking for something else, if you are looking for that mirror, somebody that you can bounce something off of, a, a community of women who are going through similar things, who are really entrenched in God's word, some of them entrenched in very similar situations to your own, and you want sisters to walk through this valley with then the grace-fueled marriage method is for you especially at this time when I am offering it as a group coaching session because that is what we will do we are going to walk through it as a group we're going to walk through each of the modules and we're not going to do there's 12 modules in the course so we're not going to do 12 weeks of it but we i combine the modules and we have an hour teaching live once a week for six weeks where you will have questions you'll have takeaway questions and you'll be expected to do the work to show up and to come back with having the questions that i've i've given you answered so we can talk about it and that is really a way that you can sit down and aside from reading priscilla's book but sit down and learn how to discern how the holy spirit might be speaking to you specifically in your marriage and as it relates to that specific situation in your life. I am so excited for this upcoming program. And if that is something that sounds good to you, if it is something that has been percolating, an idea that has kind of been sitting with you and, and you're like, hmm, I'm intrigued, I strongly urge you to give it prayerful consideration. I'm not giving all the details about it today in the interest of time, but really to just kind of sit with God and ask him, you know, is, is this the right thing for me? Because if it's not, then please don't sign up. Please don't buy the course. Please don't. I, it's, it's not about that. 
I want, it has to be something that is spirit led because if you aren't going to partner with the spirit, if the spirit is not aligned, right? If you are just kind of, you know, putting in your credit card and buying the course because you feel your feelings and your emotions are telling you that it's the thing that you need and those feelings and emotions are not aligned with the Holy Spirit, then it's not going to work for you because this has to be something that we do in conjunction with the Holy Spirit. It is something that we do with him because the Holy Spirit is the one who fills us with forgiveness and grace and all these things that we're going to learn about to then give out to our husband. So if we're not doing it, if we're not, if he's not in our like back pocket, in our corner, on our side, if, if he is not guiding us and if you are not feeling guided by him to do it, then mm -mm, it's not for you. Maybe next time, but it's not for you now. So it sounds so crazy that I would say that. Like, no, don't buy the program if the, that's the case. But really it is because that is, it's so important to all of us really to be led by the spirit of what he is specifically speaking to us that I truly truly believe with my heart of hearts that everybody who will be there are the women who are meant to be there so if the spirit is tugging at your heart then that probably means that you are meant to be there so talk to him about it you know wait for some confirmation here um, you know, re really um, step into that. And I look forward to seeing you either in the course or just on future episodes of the podcast. I hope this was helpful to you guys really in learning to discern the spirit. Go ahead and read that book. And until next week, bye-bye. Hey, love, thank you for listening to today's show. If you found any value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review and shared it with a friend or someone else who needed to hear this today. This is really the best way you can thank me. It helps me to get the word out to other women just like you. See you next week.